Ahoy everybody! Thank you for tuning in to Airborne Entrepreneur. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to my podcast. Today's special topic is around leaders and um, CEOs. We are going to talk about disruptive leadership and that's my favorite. And uh, I would love to bring this a little bit closer to you and think about everything what I will say and try to implement small things into your company, organization or corporate. For, for a lot of years, I studied CEOs and leaders from various industries. It was anyone from uh, owners of the restaurants to fashion, huge fashion industry, uh, to someone that is actually owning the car brands. It's a lot of, lot of research behind. I love to study leaders and I specifically chose the leaders. They are actually disruptive and uh, they are the ones they break mouth constructively. They break the rules. They hold them and others back and create a positive and innovative change. Even though all leaders are very different, they have similar attributes and uh, impulses and uh, their behavior. They know people are the most important part of the business and their employee engagement is essential to success and that is engagement and that this engagement is coming from giving their people freedom. What I mean by that, to create and facilitate a space where everyone can think for themselves, they can speak for their minds and they can bring ideas and innovations to the boss. And they are not scared. They, they know they are supported and actually they can create. Disruptive leaders are usually quietest. Uh, fun to say because now everybody wants to be so loud. And uh, what I mean by that is not about advertisement or being in a newspaper or, or magazines. I'm talking about listening. What it means is that uh, when the CEO is taking over the company and, uh, and the team, they are advised to communicate, or usually they are advised to communicate their vision straight away and show people who, who is in charge. They usually are kind of push to show that they are boss, they are leaders. But the truth is, those who lead successfully and most effectively and are able to sustain business growth in the long term are listening rather than talking right from the start. And we actually teach a lot of... Uh, listening tools in our course because we realize listening is so important in any any industry and in any role it doesn't matter if you're a parent or leader of the big corporate or or you lead a, or you're a teacher most important is to listen and usually people listen from that you know you probably realize sometimes when you're listening that you're coming from from judgment or you're coming from somewhere where you already are in your head and thinking before actually the person finished the finished the speech or finished the talk and and that's not really good com communication skill and and it's not really great listening i always say people just listen more listen and don't judge don't think what that means just listen uh consider what greg Dyke did after being brought in the address major challenges at the british broadcasting corporation in the late 90s uh, I would love to mention him because the organization had failed to adapt to rapid changes in the marketplace and lost they lost vitality and um, employees. 
And I created an amazing plan to help and instead of just implementing these ideas and plan, he decided to travel actually all around the UK. And he was he visited all BBC offices, he spoke with a lot of employees, and, and rather than laying down the speech and vision at every every office, uh, he actually started to ask a lot of questions. And he asked questions like, what is the one thing I should do to make things better for you? What you would prefer? What is your idea? What is your opinion? He, he was actually, he listened to responses and had conversation with employees. He, he took them to cafeterias, to coffee shops and discussed all ideas and things they, they suggested. He actually realized that all adoption periods failed because people were sick of changes. They were not happy in work. They, they had lack of com- uh, motivation and inspiration. The facilities they, where they work, they were really low quality and they were, they were not, they, they needed a huge update. And there was uh, so many things around people, you know, and, and, and how the culture was, was going down the path. There was no similar vision. There was no same values. There was not the drive, but the drive is coming from people. And he's actually a really good example to actually changing that environment and changing and be disruptive leader and achieve a huge result. The second thing, what is very important is take risk. Listen and help implement new ideas from your employees. I think that's really important to understand when they when people are coming to you and they tell you some ideas, we shouldn't, as a leader, we shouldn't shut them down. We shouldn't say, you know, stop or, you know, there is no place for that. You, you should always listen to idea and when you actually can implement the ideas from your your team members or employees, they will feel even more motivated and committed to the vision because they know they can change things or they can actually make make things better. And when employees or team members know that actually they can think for themselves and they can think about innovations, they will be happy to come to the work. And as a leader, as a great leader, I would say disruptive leader, ask a lot of questions. That's another thing what is really important. Some leaders think that asking questions will make them look weak or, or their lack of knowledge, but it's exactly opposite. When we ask questions, we actually signal our interest in others and in others' ideas and opinions. And that strengthens relationship with your employees and also it's uh, actually increasing the trust. And uh, that is most important in the team environment to actually have trust and uh, Disruptive leaders also, uh, they aren't afraid for admitting they need help or listen to others. I don't think there is anything bad on that because, you know, any leader, like we don't know everything. We don't know everything and we know when we need to search for information. We are using Google, we are using other people, uh, other people's brains, you know, like we, we brainstorm or we're going for meetings with people and we create a mastermind. And this should be your team. This should be your team that actually is able to helping you to maybe understand better in some things. Also, I always said when you are a leader of, um, let's say, a huge digital, digital marketing company, it doesn't mean that you need to know everything about programming and everything about advertisement or digital advertisement. It's, it's more about your leader to actually cultivate a team and team culture and, and make it better. You basically create that fertile soil for 
for people and environment and it's so important for leader to be more interested into that like specific skills that actually should be part of a team or that skill should be coming from your team you just need to know that that skill is required in your in your team and also probably one last thing from me um is lead from heart or lead by heart i'm not saying that um bring the un- unhealthy emotions into your meetings or work environment i'm not talking that let's be emotional and and have those feelings around it's more about to be honest and you really mean what you say and and you really mean when you take care of someone or you care about your employees you really mean it be present to your employees you know team members and listen because you care and don't forget to be human we are all human and we are working together and those are really important things but i will i will talk about a little bit more about culture because i read a lot of um, articles around ceos i was interviewing uh, a few of them and and what was most important and and same in every conversation that a lot of people said culture is king of business and i will probably just mention that from the side of uh, i think it's paul Carmignani, Carmignani, I'm not sure exactly how to pr- pronounce his surname, managing director of present present group, actually, he says that uh, the company is all about the team behind, not the executive. And I can probably mention him because um, it is a great contrast to how to, like, some, sometimes, like, how we run the business. Because he was CFO of the present group and he was moved to managing directorship of the company that means it was totally different role from CFO and the move proved that the challenge for Paul he was previously focused on financial side of the business and I have a lot of lot of businesses that I'm working with and and they actually have those moves and and changes in their their career and leadership and it's really interesting that interesting to see CFOs how they need to change and, and shift the thought around leadership because they were driving the business from financial side. The first shift was to realize what is the core of the business is not actually what, what they thought is not cash. You know, like they thought cash is king, but they realized culture is king of, in business. And most importantly, most importantly, maintenance a strong culture is, is, the, is, is a key. And a lot of CEOs have to move and shift their perspective from financial to company-wide perspective, managing the risk different ways, mastering mastering risk rather than being a slave to risk. And to take CEO or any leadership position doesn't automatically make you the most important person in the company. And I really would love to say this again, to take CEO or any leadership position doesn't automatically make you the most important person in the company. Leaders should be aware of the transition period and first access the culture and be clear what members of his or her team. Great leadership is to take emphasis away from the concept of corporate hierarchy and encourages greater autonomy for individuals and subgroups or, or small departments of the company the system should be set up to provide transparency and efficiency as well as encouraging workers, encouraging workers to take more initiative and relieving pressure from leaders because this is um, leaders have really huge pressure always in, in every corporate. And how amazing is when, uh, when your employees or team members can actually help you 
If you will make them to take responsibility for their position and role, that will be a totally different game. It will take away a lot of pressure from you. And the start is simple when you are taking the role or you're starting in a new corporate or you just want to change something in your corporate or organization. It's all about having people assigned to roles aligned with their strengths, being very clear on what those roles are and empowering those roles to do what they need to do to make things great. And then embedding and improving those roles so that the next person can take them over. This is a more sustainable way of doing business and leads the team. It's all about the team as a whole than about the executive. Uh, remember that all team has to work together and, and has to be aligned and has to, like team members, they need to help each other and support each other. This is the reason to understand the importance of healthy corporate and organizational culture. Healthy culture with honesty, openness, transparency, commitment and more inspiring values motivated by the same vision and goal. And if you nurture that within people, then you can get through anything. Your business will be bulletproof. It will be amazing. And that's why when we are coming to um, to the businesses, we are going for a, a thorough diagnostic to see how healthy culture is within the organization. And I'm talking about small businesses, big businesses. It doesn't really matter because you need to build up your healthy culture from actually startup and it's so important to understand and create your benchmarks your kpis but same time your values your beliefs what is the organization stands for what your business will stands for stands for and you need to be so clear who you are what are your values and what do you want to create in your business and the best start is actually when it is startup you need to really start early to create that base it's like a like a house you need to have really strong base strong foundation to create something sustainable that can grow for years because you don't want to just grow the business for 2 3 years or 5 years and after that you have to close it because you don't have money to retrain your people and and recreate all culture and systems we are able when we are coming to the companies we are able to profile individuals and leaders and diagnose the major issues and strengths of the company and team. It's kind of like when you're going to doctor and you, you don't know what is wrong with you, that means you're just basically uh, going and waiting and, and doctor is doing some assessments and, and uh, check-ins and basically they are able to diagnose you. With implementation of our four-dimensional tool, we are able to see what needs to be taken care of and create plan, a plan for 6, 12, sometimes 24 months, or more, it depends on company, to create a healthy thriving culture and therefore help businesses to increase profits and sustainable growth in business. This is so important and so many companies are not looking for other than financial solutions. If your sales team is not performing great and you are not achieving planned results or you may be even far, far away from your benchmarks, you may have a look at more than increasing working hours, hire new people to make more calls or push numbers or sales conversations. That's probably the first step that most of us would do. But you must look deeper at what is not working and what can be improved. And this is a situation when we are coming in and creating solutions that some leaders can't even see because they work so closely in business. And and that happened to me as well because I was working so close into business and, and with people that I had to have my coach and uh, 
and mentor and he had to come in and tell me basically hey Alex this is what I see this is what is happening in your company and I couldn't see that uh, you we always trying to be best leaders but sometimes there can be small things that is actually they're better seen by someone from outside I would say and uh, yeah when you have a look at you have to look and I always say you need to have a look at quality before quantity and you will see what can be changed and improved you will be able to see that you're able to create a company that attracts the best clients aligned with their values and also attracts talents and high levels of employees. And that's what you want to create. And you don't want to just increase the calls or increase time. Like people, people will hate you as a leader. They don't want to work hard or work more. They want to be happy in work. And we as a leader are responsible to create that environment. Another thing to mention is that we are all humans. And what can be more inspiring than to come to a work environment you love, being with people that have the same values and beliefs as you, people they are like-minded, going together towards one great vision and are inspired by each other. Imagine your values are aligned with the company you are working in. I was a part of the kind, that kind of corporate with strong values. Their most important values were risk-taking, communication, that means, you know, take feedback lightly and improve if you can thrive in change and teamwork was the major thing and here I would love to mention that they were supporting innovation and and gave you the freedom to thrive in change your way that means if something happened like I was able I was inspired to go to work and I was able to change things when I needed and I love to work with my team they were the best in the world but they they were in a space where they were able to actually think for themselves and they were coming with ideas to me uh, we were training things together. We were helping each other to achieve the, the big results together. And it always made me feel like I'm at home. I never feel like, like I'm their boss or I need to come to work and I don't want. That never happened. What can be more rewarding for people and leaders that feeling like we are not working, but we are actually having a big family time every day, you know, we have big family lunch or dinner. I think it's amazing to create that environment and it's so important. Well, I'm, I'm heading that way to have a healthy, inspirational and innovative culture in my business and we'll be happy to share how we are doing it and brainstorm. Brainstorm some ideas with you, how you can improve or how you can change and how you can improve yourself or people around you. It's so important to support healthy culture. It's so important to support people around us. And especially when you have contractors or employees or people working with you or for you, it's so amazing when you can be the leader and the person that is actually spreading that values around and, and living, you know, in integrity with yourself and with what you value. I think that's probably the best and I would say always healthy and happy business. If you would like to chat about that, I will be happy to share more. I will probably bring more around disruptive leadership and other uh, four and seven dimension dimensionals models. I would love to probably talk a little bit deeper about that. But for today, I think that was enough. And I uh, hope you enjoy the talk around leadership and uh, how it's great to be disruptive leader and, uh, and change the things, innovate and be really people oriented. And that's probably the best thing that I will, I will say. Be people oriented and really try to help them to thrive, to be better to improve and, and, you know, give them what you can regarding knowledge and give them rather more free time than more work. And trust me, that will be the best reward for you as a leader. Enjoy. Bye.